Hi, I'm Amanda. And I'm Kim. And this is The Department, a podcast about trends and how they define the world around us. Welcome to episode 44 of The Department today. Um, it's a part one of a two-parter in our <laughs> in our fascinating deep dive into Chugi. Um, I'm going to spell that for you, C-H-E-U-G-Y. Um, I know that a lot of people are not familiar with this term, unless you, maybe you are on TikTok or you're a Gen Z kid or you're really like hip. Like us. Um <laughs> And, you know, I, I was talking to Neil and I ran, you know, I was talking to my friend Christopher. I've been talking to a lot of people about this word and they're like, I don't know what that is. So I think this is going to be a really fascinating one. Um, and, you know, Amanda actually did all the research this week. So she is now a complete pro <laughs> at Chugi. I'm going to put it on like my LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to start getting interviewed about Chugi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you don't know what it means, get ready because this is the hottest new trend in in words that the Gen Z have bas- basically taken over to <laughs> to um, to to frown upon millennials about. Um, <laughs> so uh, you know, before we get into it, you know, make sure to follow us on your preferred streaming service. We have some really cool things planned, and we really don't want you to miss them. We also want to hear from you about the things you would like for us to talk about. You know, we are constantly trying to source new content and, you know, be it a single episode or multi episodes, you know, we definitely want to know. Um, you can slide into our DMs or tag us on Instagram if you see something. Um, also, you know, make sure to follow us on Instagram while you're at it. It's at underscore the underscore department. Um, you can also email us or shoot us a, shoot us a call on our hotline. You can find them all through our website, uh, thedepartment.world, or also on the Instagram. You can find all those links to the world of the department <laughs> and to get in contact to us with us and communicate with us and kind of be a part of everything or, you know, um, send us a, a message uh, about Chugi. Um, you know, we definitely welcome it. <laughs> and if you have a free moment, <laughs> which I know you do... Literally, all you need is a second. Please shoot us a star rating or write us a ratings and a review on Apple Podcasts because that pushes us up the algorithm and into mm-hmm. the ears of more listeners. So like yeah. Kim said, today we're going to begin the dissection of the internet's favorite new term <gasps> that is inspiring a legion of BuzzFeed quizzes, <laughs> a shit ton of silly think pieces, even the New York Times is yes. in on this, and that is Chugi. Now, I do have some bad news for you. In this episode, we're barely going to talk about Chugi. That's going to come Whoa. next week because to fully understand Chugi, well, let's travel back in time together. Oh my God. So, this is a nostalgic piece. It is. It is. Now, You don't need to pack too much. Go ahead, pack light, because we're only going back to 2014. (laughs) 
that was a hot time. I'm pretty sure Kim and I were immersed in that hashtag girl boss life at Nasty Gal. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2014, not only did I eat a record number of Starbucks protein plates. <laughs> oh, yes. That was when Starbucks did come out with like the first kind of like fast casual um, you know, ready, always ready for you food option that wasn't uh, McDonald's. Yeah. Like wherever you went. I loved it. I loved it too. Um, It was a big year to be alive, right? Well, that same year, the internet became obsessed with the term basic, often uh. accompanied by the noun bitch, which I don't care for. And so that phrase was basic bitch. <laughs> I know you're familiar with the term basic, right? Um, So Mm -hmm. for the rest of you who maybe have deleted basic from your mind or never understood it to begin with, don't worry. I did the work for you. I went to Urban Dictionary to get a solid definition of the term basic because despite a sea of think pieces and quizzes about one's potential basicness, there was no actual definition in any Hmm. of these articles it was more of a mood a vibe an implication yeah it's it's like you should know what it is yes and if you don't then maybe you're basic i'm not really sure Mm -hmm. i found a few definitions of note here there were actually a ton of definitions of basic on urban dictionary so i had my pick of the litter one definition was only interested in things mainstream popular and trending and the sample sentence was OMG, Bay is so basic. All she wants to do is drink pumpkin spice lattes and play Candy Crush. <laughs> I totally have forgotten about Candy Crush. I have a friend I too. Who, who struggled with addiction to Candy Crush. Um, uh-huh. The next definition was used to describe someone devoid of defining characteristics that might make a person interesting, extraordinary, or just simply worth devoting time or attention to. Like that is Mm -hmm. dark, right? Like we're starting to see that basic is not a compliment, right? The next one is, this one's a longer one. This one really paints a picture. Someone who is basic is a total follower, a person that cannot make their own decisions or think for themselves. There is nothing stand out about this person as they like whatever is cool and mainstream at the time, be it fashion, music, TV shows, etc. This dull shell of a person participates in groupthink even as an adult. A basic bitch most likely wears leggings as pants, loves Starbucks, and watches shows like Keeping Up with the Kardashians and Real Housewives. Mm -hmm. A basic bro, who is also a bitch, can be seen sporting the bro uniform. Blue button-downs, loves sports, listening to country because it's cool now, and reads Maxim, which I, was Maxim still around then? I'm not even really sure. But basically, I, I have no the impression idea. you get already is like, okay, a basic person, specifically the women, this is the focus here, right? Seems to like things that are trendy and popular, right? And I guess they're not very unique, right? Um. So we almost immediately here, we see that this idea of being basic is solely defined by what one likes, because as we've discussed in the past, the millennials are so deeply defined by the brands, books, movies, and music that they like. These things 
become shorthand for actual real personality characteristics. Hmm. I actually dated someone who tried to insult me. <laughs> um, it was near the end of the relationship and was like, you're just basic. Oh, God. God. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. Well, like, like, like that was, that was the ultimate, ultimate insult. Oh, yeah, <laughs> totally. And it is, it's hurtful, right? Listen to the definitions I just gave you. It's mm-hmm. dark. And I'm like, but that's not even me. And I'm like, whatever, dude. But so, yeah, so it's obsessed with this idea that he, to, to be basic is really enjoying certain things, right? Like the, the things that you like and buy define completely who you are. Nothing else, right? Like that's it. Because the millennial, despite allegedly being all about experiences, we've totally debunked this, right? Mm-hmm. The millennials sure do love to consume stuff. And what they consume indicates who they are. So I definitely want to put a pin in this idea. We're going to come back to this a lot, right? I just want to take a moment. This is not chuggy related. This is not basic related. <laughs> but as I was on Urban Dictionary, I was reminded of a time many years ago where my friends and I were definitely somewhat drunk and laughing hysterically. And we contributed a definition to Urban Dictionary. <laughs> um, and then, that word, I'm like, look, I'm actually looking at a screenshot of this. Yeah, it's really this. real. Um, you can see it was posted by Zach Amanda. That's my friend, Zach, and me. I don't know why we didn't include Raina in this because Raina is definitely a part of it too. But this is 2008. Yeah, this was a long time <laughs> ago. Okay, I came. I was probably wearing some like American Apparel leggings with like a side zip or something when we, I wrote this. <laughs> the word is fart hand, and the definition is a genetic affliction causing one's hand to constantly smell like fart. In parentheses, gas. <laughs> Put it in parentheses. <laughs> Frequently chosen over baby hand in games oh. of Would You Rather. And the sample sentence is, you can't mask that fart hand <laughs> with lotion or perfume. And specifically, I had not thought of this in so long, but we would always play this game of Would You Rather as people did. Gosh, that's such a millennial thing to do. And one of the ones that like no one could ever choose from, it would just always lead to this, which is, would you ha- rather that one of your hands was <laughs> the size and sh- just shape? I mean, it was straight straight up a hand from a baby, right? Even in terms of its yeah. usefulness or a hand that always, no matter what you did, smelled like farts, but like really strongly. <laughs> and it always ended up like, okay, yeah, I guess I'll take the fart hand and I'll try to wear a glove. So anyway, I'm glad I was glad to be revisited by that today at Urban Dictionary. But oh my god, I guess I'll take the fart hand. I can just try to wear a glove. That was like maybe they'll make make some sort of like antimicrobial. It'll have like (laughs) it'll have some sort of um, you know, like silver sewn through it, so it'll help diffuse Uh, the odor. I always would say. I'm going with the fart hand because someday technology will learn to solve this problem. Yeah. But if I have a tiny baby's hand with no dexterity, no no ability to do anything, no one can fix that. You know, they might be able to fix the fart hand. So (laughs) anyway, back to basic. 
In 2014, the internet in general seemed to be of the opinion that BASIC was a somewhat newish term that had been in circulation around that time, but was slowly picking up steam. I remember hearing it well before then, like maybe around 2010 or so. And I was just wondering, Kim, if you remember people using this term earlier. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, within the hipster circles, it was, you're either hipster or basically basic. Right? Right? Okay. Uh Okay, good. Because I was like, maybe my friends were just early adopters and innovators of insulting slang, which would mean we were terrible people, right? And I, I personally do not like the term basic and have never used it because... I don't, I don't feel good about terms yeah. that are supposed to insult someone's taste because yeah. as a person who comes from the lower class where our taste is always a source of amusement for pop culture as a whole, like I just, I just don't feel comfortable with that kind of stuff, but I've definitely heard it used a ton. I know what it means. I can picture it when someone says the word. I mean, I've definitely been surrounded by it. Well, as I said, so many people wrote articles about BASIC in 2014. And Vox actually came to the table with some receipts. Apparently, Google searches for the term BASIC bitch did start surging in 2013. Hmm. Like I said, that seems late, but apparently the hipsters were way ahead of the curve here, as they always are, right? They like it before it's cool. Um, yeah, of course. I think they probably coined the term. Yeah, it was like you're basic. And then everyone started trying to become a hipster because they didn't want to be basic. And then it just like flooded, flooded the, the system with like live, laugh, love. I'm going to tell you, we're going to get to it in a moment. The term basic has actually been around for quite a while. But I do think as the hipsters love to do, they co-opted it from black and hip hop culture, which we'll get to. But mm. it all adds up, right? Based on our that makes sense. episode. So Vox did point out, and I actually I actually pasted the Google Analytics chart in our doc because I wanted you to see how crazy the search is. It is. In the search. Um, you can't do the same thing for basic because basic has so many other meanings that are more legit. You have to do basic bitch. Anyway, Vox did point out that there were small peaks in 2009 and 2011. Um, there was a Tumblr that... It still exists. You can go look at it. It's called Basic Bitch Today. And that began in 2011. But interestingly, that account hasn't had a new post since 2014 when Basic peaked on the internet. Weird. In 2011, I remember the song. I love the song. I was super stoked to listen to it today. It's a real earworm. Uh, Creation released a single called Gucci Gucci with the lyrics, Gucci, Gucci, Louie, Louie, Fendi, Fendi, Prada, the basic bitches won't wear that shit, so I don't even bother. And so there is a guess there that the uh, p- the little blip, the peak there in searching uh, basic bitch came from this creation song, which I believe. Mm. So 2014 was the peak of the term basic and its life on the internet. I actually haven't... U- heard anybody use it for a long time. Um, But the term as a description for a woman had been around for decades and actually originated in Black and hip-hop culture. If we go way back in time to the mid-80s, I want to say 1985, you've totally heard the song about I'm about to talk about. I've been singing it all day since I watched the video. Um, There was a song called Meeting in the Ladies' Room, by Black all-girl music group Climax, and that's with multiple X's. Oh my God, I love that. It's a great song. It's so good. 
It's a total banger. And I definitely remember roller skating to this as a child. But one of the members of the group in the song, her name's Bernadette. She does this sort of sexy whisper rap thing. I can't describe it, but it's incredible where she details how women are all over her man rubbing his very fancy and expensive sweater. She says, quote, I hate to come down to their level and become a BW, a basic woman, but if they don't stop, it's going to get scandalous. So there you go. That's like how many years ago, 35 years ago, basic was happening. So the term basic as an adjective Mm. that has nothing to do with the t-shirt or the pH of a liquid, yes, those are some other meanings, has been around for decades. But in 2014, white people took it and ran with it, which Mm -hmm. they like to do. Um, But Mm -hmm. I do think, now that we've been talking about this, that the hipsters probably brought it in first and then it spread into the mainstream culture. Well, I do remember um, when I was doing that UGG, I was talking about UGGs, Mm -hmm. and there was like, they they surged Uggs and like um, Juicy Couture surged in popularity until like I think it was like two thousand and nine mm-hmm. when it actually became what was considered and what people even said at that time period basic. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally, totally across this line because like that was the basic uniform. Yes, yes, and the trend had become over right, and it was more of like a uniform moment. That makes yeah. sense. To it's me. like if you wore the the black leggings with the Uggs, then you're wearing the the basic uniform, and that then it, then it immediately like detrended because the, like like that concept of a basic woman in like 2000, I think it was I think it was like right after the recession, mm-hmm. 2008 2009 was like was really popularized because that was kind of really what you saw everywhere, you know? Totally, totally, and I think this is a great callback to our conversations about the aughts and how they, there were basically two dominating cultures yes. in the United States. There were the hipsters and then there was that like mainstream raunch culture. And so the hipsters, I mean, I will tell you this as a person who is not ashamed to admit that I was way in the hipster culture. I mean, I lived in Portland, Oregon, you know, that we oh, looked yeah. down on the people who were wearing Uggs and Juicy Couture and all of that. Like there was definitely a judgment yeah. there, right? So I have no doubt that is where basic was co-opted by white people. You have to admit that the concept of being basic is so implicitly about whiteness and things mm-hmm. specifically that white women like. It falls right in line with that horrible things white people like blog that we yes. talked about a while back. It's sort of like, here are things that we white people are claiming as ours. But like, it's supposed to be funny, but it's also kind of insulting. But I can't I can't quite pinpoint what we're trying to prove here. And as we mentioned, when you called someone basic, it most definitely wasn't a compliment. And it was also something that people used, like they, they hurled it, like, like mean girls hurled yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Even if they were basic themselves. Yes, agreed, <laughs> agreed. It was an insult for sure. And specifically, it was an insult that targeted women and their tastes mm-hmm. and interests. Like, I know I read you that definition that mentioned a basic bro, but I don't remember hearing that ever. It was always, she's basic, mm-hmm. basic bitch, that kind of stuff. 
Yeah. As Noreen Malone said in an article for The Cut back in 2014, a basic woman, quote, likes being a woman, or at least she buys the products that are so inherently female skewing that they don't even need to be explicitly marketed to women. She delights in all of the things that men dismiss as unserious or that don't even register for them as existing. Celebrity gossip, patterned disposable cocktail napkins that mean something sentimental, which I thought was a random pick, but okay. Uh, yeah, but is. we're going to, in a few... <laughs> it's, it sounds like she had experience for that sure. one. For <laughs> sure. But we are going to, in a little bit here, talk about some of the things that were seen as basic, and it's a really interesting journey. So basically, the idea here is that when... <laughs> so basically... basically no pun intended... <laughs> When labeling one's taste as basic, we're essentially dismissing things that are inherently marketed and sold to mm-hmm. women. Right. It's like, oh, this is basically catnip for white ladies. Yeah, totally. And the term basic is just like, it is a fundamentally misogynist. It really is. I don't care who wants to fight with me about that. I've never heard that term applied to a man in my life. Um, That's true. I have only heard it applied to women. Insulting someone's interests like this by dismissing them as basic doesn't sound that terrible until you remember that we live in a time where your personal taste and preferences are often mistaken as your actual character, your intelligence, and your overall quality as a human being. I mean, it's not an overstatement to say, at the very least in 2014, what you bought and liked and consumed equals you, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's, yeah. that's that. So at the core of basicness is this idea that like going back to this, I just, this is an idea that began with the hipsters, not even the term basic, but the idea that if it's popular, it's not good, right? I mean, that is like, Classic. I liked it before it got popular kind of thing. That's so hipster right Right? there. All of these Mm -hmm. basic things are indeed popular. Let's review a list of them. Okay, are you ready? I mean, there's way more. I picked some good ones here, and they're diverse, and I would love to hear your thoughts on this. And and I feel like a lot of them are also like – Oh, what what do you call it? Like, oh, this is my – Guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure. This is my guilty pleasure, but sometimes it's not even a guilty pleasure. It's just just your lifestyle. That's a really good point is that I feel like this is a time where we saw that term guilty pleasure being thrown out a lot more because there was this thinking that if you were aware that this thing that you like is basic and could call it out in advance saying that it was a guilty pleasure, then you weren't basic. Right, because you recognized it. Right, because I guess... This hinges on you not recognizing that these things are basic and not feeling guilty and uncool about consuming them, which is just, that is some hipster stuff right there. I can't even, Mm -hmm. uh, it gives me a headache thinking about it. So first off is something that I had no idea was seen as basic and that is bagels. Mm. What do you think there? Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I, maybe Dustin is basic because he, he eats a lot of bagels. I'm wondering if it's because it like trended so hard. That's interesting. I guess interesting, right? It came it, up on a lot of lists and articles. Basically. I mean, I I heard about lasagna being basic. 
which I'm like, okay. <laughs> basically delicious. Yeah, basically delicious. Okay, bagels, <laughs> sure, I guess. Like, going to get bagels, I guess. I guess, do- what about donuts? Uh, it's interesting. I didn't see donuts on this list, but I do hmm. feel like donuts have this moment, like cupcakes. I also didn't see cupcakes come up. Cupcakes are but- so basic. Right? Right? Like, if we're if we're going to ascribe to this idea of, like, things that are popular – at yeah. this time, 2014, remember, we're all, we've all traveled back. We can't apply our 2021 thinking to this. Cupcakes would definitely be on this oh list, God, right? Like those mini Did, cupcakes everywhere. Oh, yes. Didn't see it in any articles. Okay, next, we already knew this one was coming Ugg boots. Absolutely. I think those Absolutely. are might be one of the most basic oh, identifiers. Yeah, for sure. Next is another one that is widely considered basic. Starbucks. Right. Which we've also talked about how it's regionally accepted in like California for some reason, but everywhere else it's very, it's a very negative. It's so weird to me, like (laughs) coming to LA and like being like up in Los Feliz or something and going by that Starbucks on Vermont where there are tons of independent hip coffee places in the area. That Starbucks is always packed. There's nowhere to sit and you'll be really lucky if you can park your car there. No stigma. No stigma. They're drinking frappuccinos mm-hmm. without shame. But Can you I go anywhere else. Oh, yeah. Anywhere else, you're basically just, it's just a basic, you're walking around looking ridiculous with a Starbucks cup. <laughs> Everybody's judging you. <laughs> Unless there's Next- no coffee anywhere, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Next is North Face. Yes. That got uh, really basic. I know. It's interesting. At my last job, my boss was really pushing me to buy North Face, and I felt weird about it because- In my mind, it's, you know, quote, basic. And uh, I was like, do people want to rent this? Like, well, I guess our customer's not, like, super cool. So maybe. Anyway. Well, I think uh, also for men, the Patagonia vest mm. on the other side. That's, like, probably when you think of a basic bro, it's the Patagonia vest. Oh, for sure. For sure. (laughs) Yeah. Next, scented candles. I mean. Which. I mean, okay. I thought everyone liked scented candles. I mean, we have friends who have built a massive Mm -hmm. business off of hipster, very well curated candles. (laughs) Like, I just don't understand. They, 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 They brighten up a room. They make it smell good. I guess when you're, like, dealing with, like, a woman, you know, at home drinking her chai latte with her scented candle, I guess I can see that. And, like, her, like, Snuggie or whatever. You know what it's making me wonder if they specifically mean the scented candles from Bath and Body Works, because Mm -hmm. a while back I did an episode of Close Horse about Bath and Body Works. And let me tell you, it was an eye opener. And the candle, the candle culture, the candle collecting is wild. Yes. I would have never guessed. So I'm wondering if maybe that's what they're getting at here. I have Yankee candles. Oh, I was thinking that that cinnamon, that disgusting, like cinnamon, like whenever you go into a mall, you can smell the cinnamon candle, no matter wherever you are. Like apple cinnamon. They're guess they're talking about these like more popular scented candle brands. Yeah. Um, Next. I mean, this one's also a classic inspirational quotes and you can picture the font, right? Yeah. Cursive. Uh, We've talked about it, which is like the live, laugh, love or whatever it is. Totally. Oh, don't worry. That's on the list here somewhere. Oh, sorry. Love for sure. Uh, (laughs) Don't want to get ahead. Mm. Yeah. Don't get ahead. Pinterest, yes. where you might see all of these things. Exactly. <laughs> the next one I thought was really interesting, and maybe this is just because I've spent most of my adult life on the West Coast, but astrology and saying Mercury is in retrograde. Okay. 
Um, I, I don't know. Is that, I mean, whatever. This is like, we believe basic is a real thing. So I, I shouldn't even arguing with myself about whether or not something is quote basic. It's just me falling into this culture and I don't want to, but I thought that that was interesting. But also when Mercury is in retrograde, just, I feel like it's, it's, it doesn't hurt to know it and then not, you know, sign any big (laughs) contracts or buy any technology or whatever it is. It, you know, just just do what you can for yourself. Like, it might not change but, anything, but like you said, it couldn't hurt. It can't hurt, you know? Right? Because right. usually I feel like weird things do happen when Mercury is in re- I mean, retrograde. Just apparently it's in retrograde right now. And it is. And for everyone listening, this week my well broke. We didn't have water for four days. Yep. Then our internet broke, and we didn't have that for two days. So I am inclined to believe that Mercury might be in retrograde. Yes. I think there's even like a website that's, that's called like is Mercury in retrograde.com, which I go to sometimes when I'm like, oh God, what is happening? I'm like, oh my God, is Mercury in retrograde? And it will tell you if it is or isn't. I'm checking right now. Is It is called is Mercury in retrograde.com. And the answer is yes. Wow. What a helpful website. Yeah. <laughs> It is. That's the only thing it does is Mercury and retrograde.com. And it's like, yes, that's that this that may account for all the weirdness. Yeah, yeah. This I is appreciate the only, it. The only thing this website does. I think it's absolutely hilarious. I think so too. I like it. Okay, well, next is something that you know I have strong feelings about, which is brunch. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this is like we're hitting all the bangers right mm-hmm. now, except for astrology, but we're like really we're nailing it. Um, brunch culture, brunch looks, yeah. brunch, brunch dresses. dresses. Absolutely. Being, uh, being like being wine drunk at fucking like 1 p.m. and treating your yeah. server like garbage. Yeah, that's super basic. Yeah, that's super basic. Okay, next is sex in the city. Yes. <laughs> which is interesting because I feel like in 2014, sex in the city wasn't popular anymore, right? I, I think it actually was because people were still going on sex in the city tours, you know? Wow, weird. Anyway, uh, next is margaritas. I feel like Cosmos also. Yeah, well, for the Sex and the City. Margaritas. I I personally feel offended by this. Not like I'm, you know, throwing back margaritas all the time, but definitely I have been known to enjoy them quite a bit. Is it like a margarita from Chi-Chi's where it's like the frozen one, where it's like a little bit more sugary? (laughs) Or what are we talking? I I mean – Probably because they're really popular. It just seems like this is stuff that a lot of people like who happen to be women, I I think. So, yeah, I guess. Um, I guess going out for margaritas with the girls yeah, does read I want to do basic. that right now. I want to <laughs> yeah. do it right now. Get and guacamole, yeah. Exactly. Well, guacamole, I have news for all of you, is not on this list. So, But what about avocado toast? Well, that's coming in the next episode. Oh, my God. Okay, so. sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. But, yeah, because think we're in 2014. Yeah, you know, I keep forgetting. avocado toast is like really like forward. You know. Yeah. Um. Next is diet coke. Um, okay. Which is gross. So fine. Um. I I have to admit I kind of like diet coke. Really? Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. I just it just uh, you know what I had to drink a lot of diet soda growing up. My mom was one of those people, and so I just. I don't really like soda in general, though, so I'm a I'm bad person to ask. Um, Next is Taylor Swift. Uh, Yeah, we're both like, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, she's a guilty pleasure. I mean, I work with a couple people, um, Gen Z, Gen Z kids, not kids. They're like in their twenties, but they are. They really love Taylor Swift. Um, They 
they have this, this sweater that she came out with, you know, <laughs> it's almost kind of like this, it's not even a guilty pleasure. It's, I feel like it's turned around and become cool again now to yeah, like it. I think so too. I mean, like I, listened to, I listened to this one podcast called mother may I sleep with podcast and it's about lifetime movies. Oh my God. Um, and they talk about Taylor Swift all the time and I really yeah. enjoy it. Although the woman is like our age, she's a millennial, but anyway. Um, okay. Next is Coachella. And I kind of, I'm yeah. going to tell you, knowing that this is 2014 where we are right now, I feel like Coachella quite was maybe still a year or two away from being quote basic because mm. I think about how much we were pandering to that at nasty gal. Like, I'm not saying that it was something I wanted to do. It sounds like a hellscape to me where you have to use stinky toilets and you're yeah. sweaty and annoyed the it's whole hot. time. But you're, like, dehydrated yeah. and everyone's on drugs. It sounds kind of yeah. like my worst nightmare. Like, I know, it sounds terrible. Like, like, I'm always so concerned about where the restroom is and uh, having yeah, access. See, I can't handle the anxiety of it. But uh-uh. I will say also, though, I think this year at Coachella 2014 was maybe the year that it was, like, sponsored by H&M. So... Maybe it had peaked. I don't oh know. Oh, my God. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, juicing and cleansing. Yes. For sure. Yes. Which that fits right in with goop. Well, the juicing, remember when juices, I mean, that was such a huge trend, and they were like 10 or $12. Oh, they still are. I was checking just for curiosity's sake, and I was like, oh, yep. Still ten to twelve dollars to get one at pressed, for example. Yeah, and, um, and then you, if you wanted to do the cleanse, it was like okay, it's like two hundred and fifty dollars for you know for three days. days. Yeah, yeah exactly. it was crazy. Like, Jesus Christ. It was um, there was you know so um, when Kim and I were working in LA, you know back then we both worked in downtown LA, and I specifically when I was at Modcloth was like in the fashion district pretty much. And in one of the buildings there in the Cooper building, there's like a a press juicery walk up Mm -hmm. and it would be very normal for my coworkers and I to go over there and drop $12 on a juice for lunch. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And uh, anyway, I have very anti-juicing feelings. Some sugar. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) A big bottle of sugar. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Um, next is something that I know that you enjoy as do I, which is Bridget Jones diary. Absolutely. Definitely. You can pry that DVD out of my dead hands. Exactly. I don't have a DVD player, but But I used (laughs) to have these on DVD and I would watch them and, Uh um, (laughs) a delight. A delight. Are the Bridget Jones films problematic? Yes. Absolutely. Will they help you grow as a person by watching them? No. Uh, are they thought provoking? Not particularly. <laughs> no, no. They're they're like McDonald's for 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 the eyes. Yes, they really are. If you're sick on mm-hmm. an airplane, it's a great it's a great time. Um, the next one is white wine, and this was before rosé was exactly. Because you have to remember, mm-hmm. we're in 2014. Rosé is still a few years away. Mm-hmm. White Not, wine, maybe like a year away, right? But people. I do remember people drinking white wine. Yes. When I would go out, I would be like, barf. I guess I just don't <laughs> like wine, you know? And then Rosé came out and I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Okay. I guess I like wine. Um, well, you might have had next- like Chardonnay or something disgusting, oh, which is probably like why. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, next is sweaters. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, a sweater. <laughs> yeah, of course, How right? basic. How basic. What are you supposed to wear when it's cold? 
I don't know. Like, um, I can't think of anything. I guess just lots of clothes. Your North <laughs> Face not- jacket or <laughs> your Patagonia. Yeah, that'd be basic. Vest. I guess you're just cold. Yeah. You're either warm and basic or cold and cool. Hmm. Um, it sounds like some sort of logic that I would have totally ascribed to in college. So I get it. But I think about how little I would be wearing sometimes when I go outside in the winter and I'm like, how am I still alive? <laughs> yeah. I think that the leather jacket was really, really popular during oh, this time period. Dude. I mean, think about all the so-called vegan leather jackets mm. I was making at Nasty mm. Gal. You're oh right. That God, was yes. the cool girl uniform. Yeah. That's what we wore to be warm. Next is, I mean, you were waiting for this, right? Everyone who's listening was like, <laughs> I can't believe we haven't gotten to this yet. That's right. <laughs> A pumpkin spice oh latte. My God. I don't think I've ever actually had one of these things. I had one once when it first came out because I was like, oh, that could be good. I like pumpkin. Mm-hmm. I like coffee. I, I hate it. It turns out I like those things independent of one another, not mixed up in one cup. And to me, it doesn't even taste like pumpkin. I can't. It's just it's just not my thing. But I understand for many, it is a delight, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and mention in my extensive research into basicness, I stumbled across a bustle article. I use article in quotes because there wasn't a lot of great content here. Also from 2014 called 19 Reasons That Fall is the Most mm-hmm. Basic Season. A big part of this was all the pumpkin stuff. There yeah. was pumpkin and spice lattes, pumpkin muffins. Uh, the beer. Remember when pumpkin oh, yeah. spice beer? Oh, Yeah. yeah. Or, yeah, it was yeah. Pumpkin. I remember there was a period around this time where you would go to Trader Joe's in, say, September. and there were easily 100 pumpkin things there. Yes. But things the that didn't need to be pumpkin. You know, like <laughs> pumpkin ravioli, mm-hmm, pumpkin mm-hmm. mochi, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, this article also claimed that another reason that fall is the most basic season is these other things that are basic to like to um, Thanksgiving dinner. Really? Yeah. I had no idea, right? Scarves. Well, that, that's I when scarves... That had lost the, their 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 glamour. They weren't hip oh. anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's true. A hangover from the odds. Mm-hmm. And then also what's basic is being excited about Christmas. <laughs> but it makes me think of like last fall, you and I were like, we're getting into, what was it like? Christian white girl fall or something yes. like that? Yes. Yeah, um, it's the same. It's the same idea. It lives yeah. on even if we don't hear people saying basic anymore. Okay. Another basic thing to like, and I don't think this is to disparage the, the person. It's just the person who likes it, which is Oprah. Mm, Like Oprah. And it was also cited Mm -hmm. that if you've ever bought something that Oprah called out as like one of her good things or whatever, you're also basic. Um, I would say you're also rich. We just had some bags featured. I saw that. Does mm-hmm. this mean Graf Lanch is basic? I guess so. I don't think it is, though. Because I think that maybe Oprah's now cool again. I don't know. I well, like to think I that. Think, I mean, I think Oprah was always cool. But mm-hmm. the the great thing is that if Oprah is still basic, that means that she's very popular. And therefore, Graf Lanch is going to sell so much stuff. So it'd be yeah. great for your job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I actually, I did, we, we did a, we did like a newsletter on it. And people really, it really was effective people were like yeah if oprah likes this because i mean she really does like um i know that she's particularly like signs off on everything so she actually has to like it yeah Mm -hmm. i listened recently to an episode of how i built this from a company called 
Pipcorn, I think. Yes. Uh, yes. That. And Pipcorn was chosen as one of Oprah's favorite things. And it mm. built their business. They were yeah. selling out of like, you know, farmer's market. And now they like, you know, you know, Pipcorn, They're right? At Whole Foods. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. Um, next, this is this one was surprising to me. Um, nail art. Oh, I know, because I remember this being a thing we were pushing at, for example, at Nasty Gal. But I think there's a chance that Nasty Gal was really straddling the line between hipster and basic, right? Yeah. Um, leggings. Yep. I will say that people are never going to stop fighting about leggings. Leggings mm-hmm. are a thing that everybody wants to be mad about and for decades now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for whatever reason. Um, next is the Kardashians. Absolutely. Do you remember when we were at Nasty Gal and like that, I remember when I was there, it was like anything, any sort of style that they wore, like, like it was like these like, these like rib. The laced up bodysuit. Okay. Yes. Yes. The laced up bodysuit or these like, those like bodcon dresses that they were wearing. It was like, you you basically had to follow all the Kardashians accounts and see what they were wearing because that's what the, the, the nasty gal customer wanted. Oh yeah. Immediately. I would like print out a photo and take it to my designer and be like, when can we get this? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I have so many visions of things that we bought. I we bought all this ribbed clothing. The ribbed. wearing a lot of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, What a time. Um, Like I said, I guess Nasty Gal was like straddling that line between basic and cool because now it's like starting to add up to me, you know? Mm Um, jean shorts, mm-hmm. which we totally sold the shit out of mm-hmm. at Nasty Gal, like the super short ones. I can't remember the brand, but it's Australian and they're very, very short. Oh. Um, this one kind of surprised me. Chipotle. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. Still going strong. And Kate Middleton. <laughs> okay. Sure. Yeah. You're like, yeah, that adds up to you, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Well, the idea of the basic bitch the basic woman is such a stereotype right it's just like dun 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 the term hipster Mm -hmm. and around 2014 there was a lot of hand-wringing around the question am (laughs) i basic so many articles so many quizzes all with the title am i basic Wow. Much in the same way that hipsters and the aughts worried about being labeled a hipster. Labels, being worried about late being labeled something. Yeah. And once again, both of these labels, hipster and basic, they have nothing to do about who you are internally. You know, like, are you a kind, intelligent, giving person? Nothing like that. No, it's like what you like, what mm. you wear, what you look like. I found a very hot quote from a BuzzFeed article called what we're really afraid of when we call someone basic. And this will be linked on our website because I I loved this article. I think it's timeless. It's written by Anne Helen Peterson. And this hot quote is quote, stereotypes are deployed most fervently and with the most hostility when the group wielding them is most anxious to distance itself from another group that in truth, isn't so distant at all. Mm-hmm. So Peterson cites white trash as an example. And it's true as a person who grew up in very stereotypical white trash circumstances. I would hear that term bandied about to describe people who were only just the tiniest bit 
poorer than my family. And I would hear people with only a tiny bit more money than us refer to us as white trash. It's an easy way to feel superior to someone not truly dissimilar to you. Absolutely. Right? And basic works the same way. Because after all, being basic, it just means you like popular things. And these things are so popular that there's a chance that even you might like some of those things too. I mean, Kim and I liked some things on this list. Absolutely. I will eat a bagel and watch Bridget Jones' Diary. <laughs> yeah, listen, I'll, I'll totally, what will I do here? I will You know, go you can't eat bagels, but... I can't eat bagels, but you know, I might, I would definitely go to Starbucks. I've been known to drink some juices. I don't anymore, not because of being basic, but because they're scam and I will eat some Chipotle. Okay. Yeah, totally. We'll eat some Chipotle. I I live really close to a Starbucks with a Chipotle right next door. Um, (laughs) What a gift. Yeah. So it's like, well, let's go get a a Starbucks and some Chipotle. Like, I mean, yeah, why not? They're building a Chipotle not that far from where we live. And we were both a little excited. That would yeah. be an option, you know? Well, because it's kind of now, the like, the basicness has kind of worn off. Well, like, obviously in LA, it's, you know, the, the, it just, the stereotype isn't quite, <laughs> quite there. <laughs> but, like, I hadn't eaten Chipotle pretty much ever. And finally, like, a year ago, I tried it at night. I had some, like, I don't know, tacos or something. I was like, wow, these are actually really good. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I will eat I will eat here again. But I always <laughs> had I it was always like, oh, that's kind of a basic place. Oh not really. I didn't want really to say it basic, but it was just like, oh God, I would never eat at Chipotle. But if Chipotle is not the kind of place that you go to eat Mexican cuisine, it's just no, it's, its, own it's thing. just it's just tasty. Yeah. You know? it and is. it can be reasonably healthy. Mm-hmm. And if you have dietary restrictions, there's always a way to make it work. Oh, those chips uh, that have that kind of like l- lime flavoring on yes! them? Holy shit. Exactly. See, that's what I'm saying. Um, I also just want to say that this week while we're wa- our water wasn't working, we also developed a love affair with Qdoba. Yeah. So, uh, they have the same kind of lime chips. Anyway, Ooh. the point being is that these things are popular for a reason. And if you like some of those things, you might be afraid into thinking basic status is disturbingly close, right? Like how many things on this list do I have to like before I am basic? Because all of the quizzes, I took a few of them. Uh, Spoiler, (laughs) it turns out I'm not basic. Um, But all of them were about the number of boxes you checked for things you liked. Mm. So it's like you could like a little bit but if you like too much, basic. Then you're like really mainstream and you, yeah, okay. You're basically I mean, like, not a hipster. Right. I mean, the thing is like sometimes things are popular that aren't very good, right? Um, I'm trying to think of something right now, but there are things that are popular that aren't like exceptional. Can you think of anything? Pumpkin spice um, latte. Yeah. Like I, it's it's not my fave, right? Um, at the same time, like often things are popular for a reason, which is that they are pretty good Mm -hmm. Uh, or they have really good advertising, I guess, or both. At the end of the day, the term basic is used by middle-class white people to disparage other (laughs) middle-class white people. Yes, exactly. There is a certain level of classism that's inherent in the use of the term basic because middle-class people don't apply it to the poor. If poor people are 
consuming something that middle-class people frown upon, they're just trashy, right? That would be the adjective they'd probably throw out there. I would also say they wouldn't use the term basic to describe things that like wealthier people are into. They use the term basic to imply that their middle-class taste is more aspirational. It's higher class. It's superior. But as I like to say on Close Horse all the time, taste is a classist Mm -hmm. construct. There is no such thing as good taste. There is no such thing as bad taste. And I, I guess ostensibly the idea here is that basic equals bad taste. And I would just say, no, basic means liking what you like. Things are popular that a lot of people like, you know, yeah. the end, right? As I've mentioned, millennials define themselves by the stuff they like and buy. I don't care what they say. It's true. All generations are like that in the 21st century. Actually, we all define ourselves by the stuff we like and buy, no matter what age we are. I think, and I hope, that we are in the peak of consumerist culture right now. And thanks to the combination of the internet, the decline of small business, and the rise of only the biggest businesses, there isn't a lot of diversity in terms of what we buy as we exist in this feverish consumerist era. There just aren't that many options. So guess what? A lot of us are buying the same stuff. Being unique, well, it's, it's just not unique anymore. Think about, I was thinking about two brands specifically that are built, they have very different aesthetic, that are built upon this idea of being like subculture, quirky, not mainstream. The first one is mod cloth, mm-hmm. right? And all of their quirky clothes. Like, I'm not like all the other girls, right? Now, opposite side of the coin, think about the stripper rave festival aesthetic of Dolls Kill. Yes. Right? Okay, well, what about the quasi-hipsterness of Urban Outfitters, right? Because no one's going to call that basic. Or the boho wellness lifestyle of free people. There was a time when these particular aesthetics, whether it was the stripper raver or the quirky cute girl at mod cloth or the hipster at urban outfitters or the this like bohemian yogi (laughs) of free people those aesthetics would be unique right but the reality is that all of these brands are selling hundreds of millions of dollars worth of stuff to many 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 millions of people so where's the uniqueness now it's it's not there right I think consumers who strive to be unique and special, I mean, don't we all, we need a shorthand for pointing out how unique and special they, we are in comparison to others. And calling others basic is like a shorthand for that. It's saying like, I am unique and cool and special. You are not. Mm -hmm. To quote that BuzzFeed article by Anne Helen Peterson again, quote, To call someone basic is to look into the abyss of continually flattening capitalist dystopia and instead, and instead of articulating and interrogating that fear, transform it into casual misogyny. That's amazing. I know. I told you that that essay holds up, man. Go read it. So that that concludes my breakdown of the term basic, which I feel like you have to understand 
before you can get into chuggy. You have to crawl before you can walk. Right. Because it was millennials, really, that were embracing this word of basic and calling each other basic. And now chuggy, which is the next one, is kind of coming from the 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 younger the younger crowd watching everyone say that right yeah and you know what else i was thinking about as i was working on this because we see some generational stuff in here especially when we get to chuggy which we'll talk about whatever happened to gen x because yeah i don't remember any weird like I don't know, like any weird rivalry between the millennials and Gen X. And like, as we talked about back in our hipster episodes, I feel like hipsters, like the millennial hipsters really admired Gen X. Mm-hmm. I actually was just, just saw a meme that actually kind of showcases this where it's like, it's like, there's like a guy at a, at like a cafe table and he's looking at his phone and it says um, Gen-, Gen X. And then there's three people fighting in the background. And it's boomers, millennials, and Gen Z. <laughs> <laughs> I do think, like, I definitely want to do an episode at some point about Gen X or maybe a whole series. Because those are the people who were, like, I thought were really cool when I was yeah. growing up. You know, like, I, I think back to all the people I would see in Sassy Magazine or mm-hmm. Spin. And they were all Gen Xers, you know. And... Even the people, because I'm at the oldest end of all of the of the millennials, I'm like on the cusp. All you the could you could also be called a Gen X. I could not, be right. Yeah, yeah. Nineteen eighty. Apparently, I'm also potentially a Gen X. Because, but didn't you feel like? I mean, you can tell me what you think, but I felt like, even though I like had a lot of my friends were Gen Xers because I was hung out with like the older mm-hmm. kids. They always made me feel like I was a little kid and I felt like I was more part of the millennial generation. I can't explain it, but it was just like, there was definitely a divide there. But like, I will tell you, I mean, granted, I was also like a teenager. Everyone I knew who was Gen X was like, so cool. I, and they were so different than our parents' generation. Right. And they, they set the stage for all the hipster Stuff yeah, that we they revolutionized into. culture. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's why it's hard to say anything bad about the Gen mm-hmm. Xers. Like, they're still cool. I mean, and technically, I think we're Xennials, right? Yeah, I think we're Xennials. And I think, I think, like, we don't talk about Gen X as much as we've talked about the millennials. Like, all we've done is talk about the millennials. And when I say we, I don't mean you and me. I mean, like, the culture, mm-hmm. the media in general. Like, since the early aughts, it has been all about millennials all the time, killing things, changing things, being about experiences, whatever, you know, destroying beloved institutions like Hooters. And <laughs> like Hooters. the thing is, like Gen X and millennials have so much in common. Like we both got shafted financially, mm-hmm. um, you know, Gen X is Gen. If there were like a Venn diagram of like, uh, boomers and Gen X and um, millennials. Like, I feel like Gen X and millennials would almost completely overlap, and then the boomers would be off on their own. You know, like, yeah, it's just like a similar kind of like, oh, Agreed. life is a lot harder for us, and we feel differently about things. And I sometimes think when I think back to, I was actually having a conversation with Dustin about this the other day because we have one of those like satellite radio, Sirius FM things, XM things for our car. 
And there's a station in there called Lithium, which is like all like 90s music, but it's like, of course it is. It's like weird because it's like they barely play any like women musicians and like they, uh, they don't play like the things that we think are super cool. Like they don't even play pavement. It's really weird. Anyway, uh, that's bullshit. You have to play pavement. I'm sorry. I know. See, yeah, I, it's, it's, we were like, I think that lithium is for people who like aren't very cool. Anyway, um, we still listen to it sometimes. Sometimes it hits the spot, but we were, I was talking to him about like, we were listening to this, like, top 100 songs of the 90s picked by lithium listeners or something and i was like you know the thing is some of these songs you listen to the lyrics and you're like wow those songs are more relevant than ever right now because they're really about like Mm anti-consumerism the death of the american dream racial and social justice don't sell out yeah non-conformity all of that stuff and you're like wow i feel like gen x is like they set the stage for all of that. It's mm-hmm. no coincidence that so many uh, Gen Z Zoomers, if you will, love '90s music. Yeah, I, I don't know. And anyway, fashion, I think it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that that uh, if you're if you're a Gen Xer listening to this, you should pat yourself on the back because you might be part of the coolest generation, actually. Definitely. Because I think there was always this idea that millennials were really cool, but then we look back and it's like, oh, we're kind of like the fast fashion generation. You know, like we're yeah, not you're trying like, so hard. <laughs> yeah. And everything that we did that we thought was cool, like in the aughts was really created. The trend was really set by Gen X. So that's my hot take. There you go. <laughs> you hear, you hear it, hear, heard it here first. <laughs> well, we'll be back next week where I will finally get into Chugi. I hope I didn't break any hearts this week by actually talking about basic, but I feel like we had to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. Agreed. <laughs> it's a little nostalgia. I'll take, take you back a few years. Yeah. So I would love to hear from all of you. Um, do you have any, has anyone ever called you basic? How did you feel? Uh, do you like basic things? How do you feel about that term? I want to hear all your stories. No one's ever called me basic, but I've heard other people called basic and it hurt my feelings to hear that. <laughs> so... <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I hate when other is it was always women that I heard mm-hmm. saying that about other women. And that's just Yeah. Really it's the kind of thing you like overhear in the bathroom at a club oh, or something. Exactly. She's so basic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's not cool. Um anyway, we'll be back next week with Chugi. Mm-hmm.